Coming up, we traveled to Jurassic Park for a dining review in this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. I'm your host, Craig Williams, and we have a really fun dining review for you in just a little bit. But before we get to that, of course, I have to remind you that this show is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us more, you can always book a trip to Universal through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money. You get the help of one of the awesome Dreams Unlimited travel agents, and it keeps the light on this show, as well as all of our Universal Orlando content. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free, no-obligation quote on your next vacation. Now, let's get on to this week's show. Uh, it is not just me going out to Universal and dining by myself. Uh, lucky for all of us, Rhino did join me for the dining review uh, because it just, it truly is not a great dining review when I'm by myself at Universal. It's much better when I have Rhino there with me. And if for some reason you clicked on this episode without seeing the thumbnail, without reading the name, you just clicked on it for fun or it popped up in your your feed somehow uh i have to tell you where we were eating at and that's thunder falls terrace at jurassic park and i think we looked back and it's been years and years since we've actually done a review of it you know i say every single time we do a dining review uh it, it's we have so many that we have to still finish with a lot of like the really terrible quick service places. But then there's also a lot of these, I, I don't want to call them necessarily hidden gems, but you know, better than average quick service restaurants and even, even table service restaurants. There's all these places that we need to go and re-review. Like I know we, we need to go back to mythos. I, I feel like everyone loves mythos and we are always just so like, meh about it because our experience isn't great. Maybe we're just not going there enough. Maybe we don't know all the secrets with it. So we always have tons and tons and tons of places on our list of, of things we need to check out, places that we need to eat at again. And it's it's very difficult getting through all of them. I mean, we could literally just make every single week a dining review and we would still, still not have enough time to do everything that we want to do with it. But, uh, you know, long story short with that, uh, we were looking for a place to eat at Universal Orlando that it's been a while since we've done a proper review for. And Rhino suggested Thunder Falls Terrace. And yeah, we we ended up going out to do that just because we looked at the menu and we each, you know, we were each taken aback by uh, some of the food options that they had there. A little, little surprised by it. So I'm going to stop talking. We're going to head over to Islands of Adventure and we're going to check out this dining review of Thunder Falls Terrace. Thunder Falls Terrace. Wow, some difficult choices to make here. Did I want to go for the standard rotisserie chicken? I don't think so. Did I want to go for the rice bowl? No. But more on that in just a little bit. What I decided to ultimately have here at Thunder Falls Terrace, I feel like it might be their signature thing, just because it 
feels like it's kind of the most unique, even though it really isn't. But it is the roasted perineal platter. And I am trying to say it in the correct pronunciation, but of course I am butchering it. Uh, you know, deep down I just want to call it the roasted pernal platter, but I know that's not it. It's a roasted perineal platter. It is $16.99. It comes with that roasted perineal, which is pork. Roasted pork. That's it. Uh, then rice, black beans, and then plantains. And, you know, it definitely looks like a hefty portion here. Uh, I, will, I will be struggling to finish all of this. There is so much rice and beans on this plate, but then there's also a crap ton of pork and it looks like it's it, it looks like it's just falling apart it looks like it's got lots of seasoning to it so i'm very excited but let's start with this pork mm. Mm. that is some good pork i was getting a little concerned in terms of like the the roasted pork of it all uh there were some pieces as i was forking around on it that were a little tougher but obviously I think that was some of the pork that was more on like the, the outside and so that's why it has a little bit more grit to it. Uh, but this, this pork basically melts in your mouth once you start eating it. Seasoned very well. Uh, it's not overly salty. I could use a little bit more of like a peppery flavor with it. Uh, definitely I, I would throw in a little bit more uh, fresh, fresh herbs with it. it. It feels like it's kind of just like mostly salt in terms of what they are they're using to season it but it's really really nice pork i i think it's very tasty and i probably won't have as much positive things to say about these rice and beans but maybe they'll be surprisingly good too oh no they're falling on my plantains the rice and beans are rice and beans i don't know what else to say about them I, I do have one thing I would add to it that would make it better, but I'm going to hold off on that because, well, we'll get to it once we have rhinos, but as it stands, my rice and beans, they're not bland. It's, it's very tasty. It's just, there's a lot of them, and it's that, that specific flavor. If you have rice and beans a lot, you know what I'm talking Not flavor, that texture. It's like, yeah, it's... it's Pasty. Thank you very much for that. Uh, but I'm going to just wrap things up with my first bites here and have some of this plantain. It is so sweet and just the perfect balance to the saltiness of the pork and the weird texture. Actually, the texture of the plantain is very close to the same pasty texture as the rice and beans, so I can't really say that. But it is a nice sweetness to kind of balance out this entire dish. I really like this so far. I still have a lot more to eat, but we gotta check in with Rhino and see what's going on with his food. Yeah. I went with the rice bowl. And uh, what's interesting about the rice bowl here is that you can do it with your choice of mojo chicken, jackfruit, or roasted pernil. I just did what you'd said. It's not called pernil, but uh, with black beans, cilantro rice, um, cotija cheese served with fried plantains and salsa. So I went with jackfruit, and if you've been following my adventures with jackfruit, it is it was a uh, it was uh, not great when I did it the first time at Monsters Cafe. I loved it the second time I did it when they did the um, the food for Mardi Gras at one of the booths, and now here we are again. I don't know. This looks pretty naked though in terms of the. It's just oh no. Um, 
I don't know that I've ever just seen it straight up here, but this dish was $14.99 in the app, $15.99 at the restaurant. I don't know what's going on with that, but. I don't, I don't really know how to describe this. It's like flavorful, a little, I don't know if sour is the right word, but like tangy? It looks like it has that sour artichoke look to it. Yes, okay, actually an artichoke, uh, hearts of palm would be a great, like it has that same, like a similar texture to that. I'd say a little bit more solid than that, but let me get it with, um, kind of all together with the, I asked for the cotilla cheese, they asked me a bunch of times if I wanted on it, so this is clearly, like, they were like, oh, you sure? And I'm like, yes, I do. Because I love, I love this cheese. I mean, it's like, it's fine. I mean, it's the, the jackfruit's fine. My thing is, like, I feel like it's just the jackfruit by itself without, like, any flavor. So I got a little lime in here. Squirt a little lime on all of this, but it's weird because it's, like, just not seasoned jackfruit at all. There's, like, nothing to it. And that's what I loved about the one I had had before, which was, like, the Cajun. So I, um, I'm going to add, they have hot sauce up here. I'm just going to do a little bit of hot sauce on here and see what happens. This is cayenne red peppers with vinegar. I don't like vinegar-based hot sauces. I don't know about you, I know you do. Forget it, I can't open it, I'm not doing it. I'm gonna try my plantain, though. That is a plantain. It is, I'm happy to report, it is cooked correctly, too. Yeah, I don't... You'll I don't get the know. hot sauce open. I can't get you'll, the hot you'll sauce You'll get it open. open. I can't get it. Oh, this one. You got it open. Got it open. Okay, let's do. I'm just gonna do hot sauce on all this. Cause otherwise, I'm like, it doesn't really make sense to me right now. All right, let's get it with the hot sauce, the tomato, ketchup, or whatever it is, salsa. What you call it? Ketchup? Yeah, I know. I, I'm embarrassed for myself. With the hot sauce, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's like, I agree with you though, like the rice, I mean, it's, it's white rice, right? So it's like, although it's supposed to be like, I think it was, they were trying to go for like the cilantro rice from Chipotle, which is fine with me that it's not strong in that. There's like one, like this little guy here, which is fine because I hate cilantro. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to think yet. I don't hate it. I'm just going to stir it all together to make a soup. And then I'll report back to you in a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I, I was really hungry, and I will tell you that I was just thinking to myself, this is a hearty, like a good portion of food. Um, I do like that it's rice and beans, because I feel like that isn't like a super common... I, I know it seems like such a simple, easy food, but I like in a theme park, it's like nice to have something that isn't french fries. This is a bird on the ground next, there are two birds on the ground next to me. I am getting alarmed. Anyway, the Clement for the rice and beans and the jackfruit, but I think, which often happens with like plant-based stuff, this is actually on the lighter side because jackfruit isn't like a super heavy um, option. You know, it's not like a, uh, one of the fake meat options or anything like that. So like, I'm looking at like how much meat Craig got on his plate that he's already eaten and it's like, 
So I think if you're just toying around and you're not full plant-based, like I, maybe it's, maybe, you know, depending on your hunger level, but I have to say so far, I still have plenty left, but I, I'm actually enjoying the meal. I can tell that my meal was definitely heftier than yours, Rhino. Uh, there was just so much meat on this plate and the rice and beans, there was even meat on top of the rice and beans that was hidden down below. So there is just so, so much of essentially what is a filler on the plate. That's okay though. I did add hot sauce to the rice and beans because it, it just started to need something. Yeah, that The texture, the flavor was just starting to get to me when it was too much over and over again. Yeah, I could probably mix it in with the pork a little bit too and kind of make my own little bowl, but I, I decided to go the hot sauce route. That being said, the thing that would have brought my rice and beans together would have also been the cotilla cheese. Uh, just if they would have sprinkled that on top of there, that would have been incredible. Then I would have also thrown on just a dash of hot sauce and I would have devoured the rice and beans first. If you throw rice, beans, cotilla cheese, and a little bit of hot sauce all together, I will eat that. I don't even need that meat portion with it too. Uh, so... Yeah, it's uh, it, it's all coming together fine, and I'm I'm gonna be very full. I'm gonna be very very full by the time it's all said and done. But I need to start eating this before it gets too cold. All right, I think ultimately I very much enjoyed my meal. I don't know that I'm raving about it. I feel like if the jackfruit again, if it had done, if it had just a little something to it, even so, because I know we had the cotilla cheese on it. If there had been some, um, what's the what's the red sprinkle tahini? If there had been some tahini on it or something like that, that would have been a great combination. I would have been really into that. Um, but with the hot sauce on it, it was pretty good. And the portion size was honestly really, really nice. So I am I am actually really happy with this meal and I would definitely come back here again and I think I would try um, the pork you had or maybe I think there was chicken too. Maybe I was wrong. I thought yeah. I saw chicken. But, there was chicken. Moho um, chicken. Moho chicken. Yeah, I would. I think I would try the moho chicken. Um, but yeah, I would... Um, I'd recommend it. I think I, because you still get the annual pass in here. Um, but again, it, it's like, it's the portion size. And honestly, I don't feel like I just ate terrible food for me, which how often does that happen in a theme park? I know that's my goal to always find that food that doesn't make you feel like super weighed down or whatever. But I think this is a good, I think this is a good option. Like this menu in, in like a company with like, we, we know we, or we used to, I don't know. I haven't eaten there in forever, but in the Wizarding World, we always say three broomsticks. We'll have to go back there at some point, though, because I haven't eaten there in literally, I think, like, it might be, like, two years now. But um, but I, I'm, I'm, this is a good, if I were at Islands of Adventure, I'd put this on my list being, like, this is an option. I'd definitely come here and eat here, for sure. Rhino, I would have to concur with everything you said, for the most part. I mean, obviously, I can't speak on behalf of your food, because... I did not have any of it, but I would recommend the pork. I thought it was really, really well done, and I, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm just shocked. So, Thunderfalls Terrace is one of those places. I, I don't think I've ever truly had a bad meal here. I, I just, I've had ones that were like, yeah, it's good, and then I don't come back. But this is something that, while I had to add the hot sauce onto it. I thought that it was worth returning here. Honestly, the only thing that could keep me from wanting to come back here 
again is the excessive flute that is in the music playing <laughs> in here. It's a death wish. It is, but I, I will say the reason why the music is like so amplified in here right now is because the section that we are sitting in, we are literally alone. There is no one else in here at all. There's there's two sides to the restaurant, and one of the sides is like everyone's sitting over there. So I don't know if it's like. We're off limits, but the strange part is with that too, that like there's two different sides you can order food on. The side we're sitting on is where you order your food. The other side's not open, but that's where everyone's choosing to sit. Okay, uh, maybe it's I'm, because I'm going to of... point something out right now. Yeah. So bear with me. Okay. Look at all the tables. They all have. Wait, no, these ones don't. I was going to say all these tables here, reserve signs. And I'm not sure what that's about. I don't the, know if it's... Ours did not have that yeah, sign on our, it. Ours did time. not. Ours did not have a reserve sign on it. So I don't know if that plays into it, too. I don't know if it plays into it that if you sit over there, you have a view of River Adventure at the final drop. It, it could be that. There's also outside seating here, too. So there's lots of different options uh, in terms of in terms of hanging out here. So I, I've been here on days when it's completely packed inside, and it's a lot. It is. It is a whole heck of a lot. So, I, you know, I, I'm I'm cool with it today. But sometimes I think the reason why I want to stay away from Thunder Falls Terrace is because it's just a little bit too much with the environment. But I really like my food. I would I would like to try my my pork platter, not as the platter. I would like to try it as a rice bowl because I was jealous that you know uh, Rhino's portion was a little bit smaller. Yeah. So you can factor that into it, but he also had the salsa on top of it, and he had the cotilla cheese. So I think I think a lot of those extra flavors mixed with the pork, not the jackfruit, would have taken this to the next level. Uh, but then again, my portion size was definitely larger than his, oh, for only a dollar more. So really, for me, I just have to factor, pay the dollar more, get the bigger portion, but just be with... Pork, rice, beans, plantains. You could ask for the or, cheese on top. I know I could <laughs> ask for. I I'm really. In, that's probably what half the people have said already. Like, can you stop talking about the freaking cheese? You should have just <laughs> went and asked for a portion to put on top. I, I don't like confrontation. I like getting it how it's supposed to be served to us. They didn't offer it to me where they offered it to Rhino, so that's what I stuck with. But yeah, I'm I'm very impressed as well too. And we're not reviewing it. But Rhino did uh, treat us both to some of the uh, the the Jurassic World beers. Mosasaurus in here, yeah, the one with the Mosasaurus tap handle, the uh, Isla Nubar yeah. IPA, I believe, yeah. and it's always delicious. So thanks for picking that up, Rhino. I owe you a beer. You got it. But if you come here, you yeah. gotta get it. It's so good. I would say that too. You know, it is available outside of the restaurant, but. Sometimes, sometimes, depending on how things are, uh, you can actually walk inside here and get the beer faster than getting it in a different location. Mm-hmm. So keep that keep that in mind too. But I have to say, I recommend Thunder 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 Excuse Thunder. Oh, uh, thunder the, what's, what's the ABV on that beer? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's not that much. So the problem is, I <laughs> before we sat down, I kept telling Rhino like I feel like this is this is how Hulk Hogan would name a restaurant if he had it like. Thunder Falls Terrace, oh yeah. So, uh, I'm now ashamed, so we're going to wrap you this up. You got that moho platter. You got that moho.
I want to see the graphic for that restaurant. And it's him just tearing up pork. No, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I, I'm done. I'm done. And there you have it. That was our thoughts on Thunder Falls Terrace at Jurassic Park. And, you know, as, as time has gone on since we recorded that review, I actually, I, I'm really really surprised by how much I I did enjoy this meal. And at first we were actually going to go to three broomsticks in the wizarding world of Harry Potter to do a review because, you know, who doesn't, who doesn't love a good wizarding world of Harry Potter review. And it has been a while since we've been to three broomsticks as well too. But uh, the day that we were there, like we were looking at that menu and saying, yeah, you know, get fish and chips for like the 900th time. But nothing just really was like jumping out like mm, this is this is what i want to eat and and uh, yeah so I, I i feel like if we would have went and actually did that then we probably wouldn't have been uh in as great of mood i mean yeah the food's the food's always always good at three broomsticks so i'm sure we still would have had a fun meal but i'm glad that we 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 kept looking and we went outside uh went outside of that harry potter mindset for a little while so so we could enjoy a meal at Thunder Falls Terrace. And yeah, I'd say check it out. The menu interests you. But it also works out in the grand scheme of things for this specific episode because there is just one little bit of news to actually mention. Uh, you know, it's always, always hoping that I can drop more news at any point in time during these shows. Uh, but when Rhino's here, it's definitely a lot easier to do that. But He's not in this situation, so I'm just going to kind of keep this short and sweet. But uh, if you are a fan of Jurassic World Velocicoaster or you still haven't experienced it and you really, really, really want to build that hype for that first time that you're going to actually get to experience it, uh, there is a brand new making of special that you can watch about Jurassic World Velocicoaster on Peacock. And it's hosted by Mario Lopez. And I actually found it to be pretty enjoyable uh I, it, it's only 22 minutes so it's not like it's not something that you you have to like really take a big chunk out of your day with it with the runtime in general i almost feel like this was supposed to be on nbc at some point in time and they decided not to actually put it out there usa or you know one of one of their many channels it felt like it was destined to be part of that but then they pulled back and just made it made it uh perfectly for peacock but it's uh it's it's definitely worth a watch i mean it was it was fun watching the progress of that roller coaster being built but i i don't know it's still it's always cool to see these behind the scenes shots like of of the actual construction from the construction site in the areas that you don't get to normally see and because a lot of this this coaster was also constructed during the middle of the pandemic you know they flat out open open us up behind doors and show like what part of the process was while they're just having to to do zoom meetings making all of these decisions for the coaster and then of course seeing it all the way through to the actual opening of the coaster it's a it's it's not like the most it's not the most like intriguing in terms of behind the scenes. Uh, it is, it is a very well crafted making of documentary without revealing way too much into the process, but it's just enough to uh, give you an extra appreciation for all of the efforts that went into making Jurassic world Velocicoaster. So I highly recommend giving it a watch. Um, it's, you know, it, it's, 
Peacock might not be on everyone's radars, but it is one of the it's one of the services that I do subscribe for, especially this time of year. Well, they have a huge lineup of holiday entertainment on on their app. This is not a commercial for Peacock. I literally, you know, I'm I am that terrible person out there who has not canceled their cable and still subscribes to every single streaming service out there for the most part. I don't subscribe to stars uh, or Showtime for that matter, but like everything else. So uh, I, you know, I find, I find it to be uh, (laughs) worth my time at least for, for the month or two to check out at the very least. But yeah, you can check that out now on Peacock. But that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I truly hope that you did enjoy it. And if you did, once again, the best way to support us is by booking a trip through Dreams Unlimited Travel to Universal Orlando Resort. And you can get a free no obligation quote at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. And if you're watching this on YouTube, please hit the thumbs up. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel and you're leaving comments, questions, and video suggestions in the comments section. And if you're listening to this, as a podcast, please make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if it's through Apple Podcasts specifically, hey, drop us a five-star rating and review if you truly are appreciating the show. That'll help more people be able to find out about the show because Apple will start pushing it and promoting it more when, you, when you're searching for like interests. So that would mean a lot if you could take the time to do that. But that's it for this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. We'll be back soon with another episode. But until then, remember, we still haven't changed the name. 